Hello and welcome to the Movie Thoughts Podcast, and this is a very special episode. I am your host, as always, Dominic Tartamella. If you've listened to the Movie Podcast uh, before, then you know who I am. If not, welcome. Uh, this is is a, a special episode because this is episode 100, 100, right? I've been doing the podcast how long have I been doing the podcast? It's got to be like a year and a half, maybe, yeah, probably about a year and a half or so like that, something like that, maybe a little over that. And listen, the other day I did an episode on uh, the James Cameron films Ranked, and I said that episode 100 was either going to be something like, uh, my exact quote I think was, it's going to either be something special, like I planned something big, or it's going to be me seeing Mean Girls on Thursday, and putting a gun in my mouth, I believe, is how I recall it, and guess what, it was Mean Girls, so this episode may in fact end with me putting a gun in my, gun in my mouth, no, I'm just kidding, <laughs> I'm just kidding, let me tell my guest, I'm just kidding, because that's right, there is a bonus to this episode 100, because I have a special guest who's been on the podcast before, and that is my lovely, lovely wife, Eileen, Eileen, say hello. Hi. Uh, welcome back. Now, the occasion, <laughs> it just uh, so happens, as I said, that this is episode 100, but you are a diehard Mean Girls fan, and when you're talking about the Mean Girls new film, it's a musical, we'll get into it in a minute, but uh, tell me a little bit about your history with the film Mean Girls. Well, when Mean Girls came out, I was in high school, so it kind of hit home for me, mm. Um you know, the the popular girls isolating everybody else. It just, and it's so quotable. Well, to bring up the fact that it's so quotable, that about a year ago. It doesn't even go here. <laughs> about a, a year ago or so, we saw Mean Girls, the original, in theaters on... October 3rd, obviously. <laughs> right, right, because that coincides with the movie. That's uh, if Mean you know Girls the movie. Day. Uh, and we did see it, and I will say that Eileen, literally, like, I'm annoying with movies, she deals with a lot of bullshit with me and my movie collection, and going to see movies, and, uh, you know, telling her things in the middle of the movie, like, little fact, factoids, but, like, she literally quoted the whole movie <laughs> in the theater. Yeah, I have a lot of Mean Girls quotes, and I can't help myself, so, um, it yeah. got Yeah, it got a, like, got a, little, got a little bit nauseating at times, <laughs> but, like, you know... Um, it was a fun time. But anyway, Mean Girls is a film. This is going to make us nauseated because we were mm, just talking about I this know. in the car. Speaking of that, Mean Girls is from 2004. Yeah, so I was 14 in 2004. <gasps> yeah, makes me a little sick. But um, that's why I say I was in high school, really hit home, all, everything right. happening, you know, very, very relatable. Yeah, and that's like the perfect movie. I think for as a, as a female, I mean, I'm speaking as as a male, but I think <laughs> as a female, I think right now, for what I feel like, but um, you know, that's a perfect movie to that pivotal movie in that that age group because you're just coming into high school realistically. Mm -hmm. For me, um, the closest that I have something like that is I was a little bit older. I was like coming out of high school, and I think I was in college, but like super bad. Yeah, that's another one that I guess right. feels kind of like uh -huh. you're going through it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was like the guy's perspective kind of thing. But anyway, Mean Girls, it's 
it's a I could call it a classic. It's like a modern day. It's a little bit of a cult classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it falls into that category, but I think it's popular enough. Uh, it's mainstream enough. The original was based, which I didn't even realize until I pulled up my little uh, Wikipedia here, but the original was based on a book called Queen Bees and Wannabes by Rosalind Wiseman. And then, of course, the screenplay was adapted by Tina Fey, uh, you know, obviously from SNL fame, a, a funny comedian. And uh, she also has a part in the original. But the interesting thing about this one is that it is a musical version of Mean Girls. Uh, What were your thoughts initially like when you first saw the trailers? So I remember seeing the trailers and I was like, why are they remaking this movie? It's not even that old. And then I realized slowly that it was 20 years old. (laughs) But um, I remember thinking like, but you can't. You don't want to make it worse, but right. how could you make it better? Right. And then I was just like, kind of not sure why they would pick that movie. Right. Well, yeah, I had like, and yet again, you're a bigger Mean Girls fan here, but like, I had a kind of feeling of like, the interesting thing about the trailer, and some people have talked about this lately with a few movies, is they're not really um, bringing to the forefront the fact that these are musicals. This is a musical. I mean, it. It hints at it in the trailer. There's like a couple of musical mm-hmm. moments and it says like a new spin. But they did kind of did the same thing with Wonka where they didn't really like uh, show that it's a musical. I guess they don't want to like... There's, there was some musical. I can't remember. There was something that came out recently. Do you have any recollection? Other than Wonka? There was something that came out recently that didn't do good that I'm forgetting. And I, I did this on the podcast last time. It was It was probably about a year ago or something, but... They're kind of, like, steering away from billing these movies as musicals. But anyway, uh, the movie, when I saw the trailer, I was kind of like, okay, you know, it felt, yet again, I didn't realize that it was fucking 20 years. So when I was saying, like, wow, they're remaking this movie already, not that it's ever a good time to remake a movie, but, like, 20 years is a long time, uh, and especially reaching, like, a new generation of fans. That's why I think now, now when you think back on when we saw it, it was probably like, not that, you know, they already made it, but it was kind of like dipping its feet in the water and probably trying to see how the original did box office wise, get some numbers, see how that's mm-hmm. going to relate to the new one. But, um, so we saw the new one and, uh, why don't you, uh, give us your initial thoughts, Eileen? I really liked it. Um, I give it a 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're laughing because I always say it's 10 out of 10. 10, out of 10. But everything's 10 out of 10. Being that I was nervous about a remake of this movie in particular, I was like, oh, it's not going to be good. Mm-hmm. But I actually really liked it. I liked what they did with it. I felt like it was respectful mm. to the original. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it held the storyline, which for me made me happy. Because I'm like, how are you going to change this movie and make it different? You know, but I felt like they kept true to Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it, it follows the, the structure pretty, like, on point. Uh, I'm looking right now at the credits and, like, the screenplay for this one. Just Tina Fey is credited, so she probably just wrote, you know, a little less slightly updated screenplay. It's interesting because, like, I, listen, I, sometimes legacy sequels are annoying. Uh, remakes, they're questionable. I was saying when we were driving home right now, not that like this is exactly what went down, but I could see like because of the popularity of Mean Girls, they probably at some point trying to get Tina Fey to do something, maybe a sequel or something. And this is 
probably the best option, right? Because it keeps the story. It puts a new spin on it. Um, I agree with you. Like, they, they did a good job of, like, honoring things. There's a lot of uh, Easter eggs, or you call them. <laughs> Jelly beans. <laughs> related to the original. Uh, a lot of callbacks. Tina Fey and uh, Tim Meadows pretty much reprise their role. Everybody else is a new cast members, younger girls. Uh, they're all pretty good. What did you think of the cast yeah, overall? I thought that they were pretty good. Um, I liked the girl that played Regina. I liked um, the girl that played Karen. I believe that's her name. <laughs> um, oh, I can't believe I You should that. know. Yeah. Um, I thought she was good because, you know, she played stupid. And right. it was really good. Uh, Gretchen was good. Uh, Gretchen Wieners. She, yeah, she plays a hot mess who's, you know, not emotionally stable. Uh, and I thought she did a great job with that. Um, yeah, even Katie, the girl who played her, was was really good. Yeah, she's she's in it. Um, she was also in um, some of the Spider-Man movies in a small role. I knew she looked familiar, and I looked it up. She's in some of the newer uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man. Also, Jenna Fisher. Uh, Pam from The Office mm-hmm. pops up as her mother, and it's funny because they look alike. They do look alike. Uh, I thought they look a lot alike. Really, <laughs> could be mother daughter. Yeah, yeah, they they do have like same, some of the same facial uh, appearance, but mm-hmm. yeah, I liked it. The music was pretty interesting. I don't know, like as far as being a fan of the original, and I, I I consider myself a fan of the original. I always thought it was a funny movie. Uh, I'm always going to prefer the original, but I think this is a different a little, you know. A different little take if you're in the mood. Yeah, and then also uh, when we talk about the cast, I think that the people that paid uh, Janice and Damien, I actually think I like their characters better in this movie, which I know is bold. Oh, wow. But I feel that, that Janice is even more likable in this movie. Mm. Not that I didn't like her in the other one, but I don't feel like she was, I don't know, as like likable. Okay. So I, I, I don't know. <laughs> mm. And that was the one Lizzie Kaplan played in the original, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's hard with a movie like this, especially for somebody like you, because you're you're so used to those actors playing those roles. Uh, I was expecting a couple of more cameos mm-hmm. from original cast members. I don't know if they was maybe snuck in and I missed them. Did, did you catch anything? No, I mean, Lindsay Lohan was in it at the end. Right. For the... Man, please. Right, right. Slight, <laughs> slight spoiler. Very, I mean, sorry. I think people... No, but I think people could assume that. I mean, there's been photos of her with yeah. on the uh, red carpet yeah. promoting the movie and at the premiere and stuff like but that. But I was surprised that, you know, they didn't get Rachel McAdams even. I know she's a bigger name now or mm. um, Amanda C- Seyfried. Right, Seyfried. right. Uh, neither one of them popped up. Yeah. They probably could have. That, right. those, that movie really kind of made their careers take off. Right, even Lizzie Kaplan. It was interesting because a lot of those people, and I, I don't see them, you know, having a bad uh, taste in their mouth from a movie. Recently, there was that Walmart commercial, right? Did you see that? The one with all them. Yeah. And they, they were all in it, ex- I think, except for um, Rachel McAdams. Mm-hmm. But like everybody was pretty I mean, much in it. Her career really did take off. And now she probably, they probably couldn't get her girls <laughs> again. So. It's possible that she had, like, a scheduling conflict or something mm-hmm. like that. But, um, yeah, this is an interesting movie, though. I mean, it's I'm, I'm reading about it right now, just skimming. And they it, it does say that the film was originally set to premiere on the streaming service Paramount Plus. 
uh, distributor opted to release it, the film, theatrically first. Hmm, that is interesting. Because that goes back to what I just said. I wonder if they kind of tested the waters with releases of Mean Girls mm-hmm. to see how it did. Yeah. Uh, the it was, it was pretty packed in the theater. Yeah, and honestly... I would probably go anytime they put it in the movies at this point. <laughs> so I feel like that's a movie that, like, you know, you, I saw it in the movies when I was younger. So mm-hmm. if they put it in the movies again, I would go. Right. And I think it was like $5 when we saw it, too. Yeah. And uh, th- this this theater was filled up. I mean, there's a lot of young girls in there, uh, you know, probably probably 20 years old, probably as, as old as the movie. Yeah. Um, I was thinking that too, and we went at 4 p.m., so mm. there was a good amount of people in there. Right. Like, it was an early show, and there right. was still a good amount of people, mostly women or girls. Yeah. So, besides you. <laughs> I think I was maybe, maybe the only man. No, there, no, was, there was another guy. There was guy. a guy, and I, I heard him when we were leaving, and his mom was like, didn't you like it? He, he went with his mom, and... She was like, didn't you like it? And he was like, yeah, there were just too many songs for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting because, I mean, it is a musical, but as I said, I whispered to you, too, I wonder, with the, the, the marketing campaign, I wonder how many people knew it was a full-on musical because there was the same thing with Wonka, like, right mm-hmm. from the beginning. It's like, it's a fucking musical, uh, and they're not holding anything back at that point. But... I did like it overall. I think it's if you listen, if you're a Mean Girls fan, I could probably def I could definitely recommend this. It's funny enough. There's there's enough laughs in here. Uh, the musical thing might throw some people off. I'm not somebody who is uh, somebody who's obsessed with musicals, but I do like a lot of musicals. I'm not drawn to go see every musical. So some of the songs I didn't love. What do you think of the songs in general? I thought that the songs were pretty good i think they added to the story for the most part um i felt like things that were left out of the actual storyline they kind of put in the songs so i thought it added to it i didn't think it took away from the movie at all um and i thought that all their their voices were really good too Mm -hmm. and there was some there was funny stuff they did with like the halloween party they put Mm -hmm. a new spin on it and they had a little halloween song and shit like that also uh my boy john ham's in there uh, who's from Mad Men and a bunch of other stuff. He plays the coach. He's not in it. My one little quarrel with some of the movie is like some characters felt underutilized. Uh, he was one of them. I feel like they kind of like got John Hamm to cameo in there. I was expecting him to be a bigger role because he, he does humor good as well. Uh, Tina Fey and Tim Meadows, they're pretty much in it the same amount of time yeah. as they are. Maybe a little bit less. I was hoping maybe they were going to do some more stuff uh, with them because I do like their characters. And uh, even Jenna Fisher, uh, I felt like it could have been played by anybody because uh, it wasn't really, she didn't really have a lot to do. Obviously, she's the character's mother not, and the other the other girl's mother. I forgot that actress's oh, name. Oh, Regina George's mom? Right. Yeah. She's originally, she's originally played by Amy Poehler. Yeah. Who, you know, obviously is like a tag team with Tina Fey. So they... They do some funny stuff in the original. They they don't really overdo it in this one as much as they do with her in that one. Uh, but I think it's also because the singing, they got to make way for the singing, the musical numbers, and a lot of those adult characters don't take part in the musical numbers. So, uh, yeah, overall, Mean Girls, uh, fun film, 20, 20 years old, fuck. Uh, I wish they would have called it, like, Mean Girls the Musical. 
or something? <laughs> My OCD. Did that bother you that it's just called Mean Girls? No, I don't mind that it's just called Mean Girls. I mean, maybe somewhere in the poster it could have let people know it was going to be a musical. Yeah. Or um, that it was based off an actual musical that right. was on Broadway. Right, but right. Not that it, like, it was based on the movie, but it was also based on the Mean Girls musical. So right. maybe people would have thought... They were seeing a different movie. Yeah, so somebody next to me, I don't know if they were they were tapping along to like the beat, and I'm imagining that maybe that girl was a fan of the musical because it might be the same songs. I don't know. I'm not going to do the research <laughs> this far into the game. Uh, but yeah, for me, with the title, it wasn't even about like telling the musical. It's like more just, um, you know, have, have some kind of separation of the different versions of the film because... When somebody searches Mean Girls, they got to search Mean Girls 2004, Mean Girls 2024, and all that shit. But overall, funny movie. I think it'll uh, do well box office-wise. Um, I don't think it's going to hit like like a Barbie or something like that, but yeah. I think it's going to get some of that fan base. What do you think? I do agree. I think people, I mean, I would say in my age group, definitely are probably going to go see it. Mm-hmm. Maybe people in you know, their late 20s would go see it and then there's going to be these young girls who don't maybe don't even know the original which right. is sad but <laughs> then maybe they'll go see the original too i don't know right. but i think i think they'll get people to go see it especially when they're you know everything's pink and that gets people's attention too oh, of course and, you know of course we had to get the um oh popcorn we almost bucket. forgot <laughs> yes yeah things like that you know they they really just make me want to get them so <laughs> We had to get the popcorn bucket that is shaped like the burn book, and there was a plastic pink cup. So, my wonderful husband was like, I'm going to get those for you. <laughs> I, I actually bribed her. I said, I'll buy these if you do the podcast. <laughs> That's why I pay her in popcorn. And, but, but they are cool. AMC, shout out to AMC Theaters, which we go to a lot. They always have cool, creative popcorn bins. Sometimes I'm like, ah, I don't, need, I don't know if I need another popcorn bin. But this one was interesting, and of course, Eileen wanted it, and I saw the look in her eyes. It's definitely unconventional and probably doesn't work really good as a popcorn bin. Yeah, that's why they gave you they give you a bucket of popcorn with it instead of putting the popcorn in there, because um, it's actually the size of a book. Right, and it's like, it would just probably make a mess. Like, yeah. I could say, like, we were talking about it, you could probably stick, like, jewelry in it and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, could probably use it to hold stuff, I mean... Or it'll just go on a shelf and I'll just keep it in the bag forever because... <laughs> <laughs> because I'm afraid to damage it. <laughs> yeah. Even when he wouldn't even let me hold it because he was scared that I was going to drop it. <laughs> I guess like case of OCD. But yeah, Mean Girls, I think it'll do good. As I said, um, I, I, I think there was a nice amount of people who probably seen the original. Because now, you know, we think about it from our age group and it, it does have a cult following. I think some of these girls did see it. Uh, I did hear whispers of dialogue, you know, you, you, you held yourself together for the most part. You can't sit with us. <laughs> Here we go. She's going to start now. All right. Let me put this podcast to bed before it, uh, you know, goes crazy to the, with mean girls quotes. But that is episode 100 of the movie thoughts podcast. 100. This is like a little bit of a shorter episode, 20 minutes, but it's still episode hundred. Mm-hmm. That's right. We still did episode hundred. Uh, I just want to thank Eileen for doing this with me. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> and uh, thank you for my listeners. I know there's not a lot of listeners out there mm-hmm. yet, but uh, there's some listeners uh, that are dedicated. I want to thank you for listening to the first 100 episodes. And hopefully 
I could do a hundred more. Uh, I got some stuff up my sleeve, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. But if this is the first time you listen to the podcast, welcome. Uh, this is how it goes. Like I said, last episode, I did the James Cameron films ranked. I've been on a little bit of a James Cameron kick. Uh, then I did Iron Claw before that. Cried my eyes out during that movie. Uh, <laughs> probably go see it again and cry my eyes out again. Uh, but we do old movies on here. We do no, new movies and all that fun stuff. Check me out on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at Dom Solo Reels. Sometimes I put up funny videos of me wearing wigs and stuff like that. Movie-related content as well. Uh, check out my other podcast that I do with my friend Ryan. Uh, it's a Rambo podcast called It's a Long Road. And it is uh, coming to an end soon because we the last Rambo film. But we might be doing some more stuff soon. So I'll keep you posted on that. But that's the podcast for today. Have a good night. Bye. Ha, <laughs>